Today, the church gives us what could be a tricky gospel. A tricky gospel. At first, it seems that Jesus is not interested or doesn't care about this woman who comes to him asking him to heal her daughter. Jesus was not a bad guy. But this teaching here helps us to understand God's plan. Plan of salvation. It says here, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. God, in his plan of salvation, decided to form a people, beginning with Abraham, a chosen race, the Hebrew or Jewish people, the children of Israel. And through this chosen people, God wanted to touch and to reach out to all nations, to all peoples of all times. But first he began this small people. And in this gospel today, we're reminded that salvation, our faith, the very beginning of God's plan of salvation and revelation began with the Jewish people. They are our older brothers in the faith. We're rooted in the same family as the Jews. We have to remember Jesus was a Jew. His mother and father were Jews. Salvation comes through the plan that God began with the Jewish people, beginning with Abraham, our father in faith. Today's reading invites us to be reminded of the insistence of prayer. This woman is a model that we're all called to follow. This woman came to Jesus with her need, concrete need. My daughter is sick. My daughter is not well. Each and every one of us has a lot of needs. All of us struggle with sin. All of us struggle with distraction, pride, being judgmental, saying it first and foremost to myself, critical of others. And we need to come to Jesus with insistence. Sometimes it seems that Jesus doesn't respond immediately. I have a friend this week who really moved me. He's going through a difficult period of time or lengthy period of time. And he almost wants to throw in the towel. 
say that, you know, it's not worth praying anymore. And we're invited today to hear this story. Look to this woman. Imitate her faith. Jesus says, it is not right to give the food of children and throw it to the dogs. And then she responds, probably, you know, moved by the Spirit with great wit. Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. I could only imagine, you know, Jesus' facial expression when he heard this woman come up with this one-liner. And moved with compassion. She said again. Please heal me. My daughter. I'm in need. And Jesus completely moved. Said. Oh woman. Great is your faith. Great is your faith. And at that very moment. The woman's daughter. Was healed. Daughter was healed. We're called to go to God even when things are difficult. When it seems like he's not interested in responding to our prayer. God is interested always in responding to our prayer according to his will. God's will is that all of us be saved. All of us experience every day his mercy, his love, his patience, and kindness. There's a beautiful verse that really moved me in today's second reading. Another very, very important reading. Books have been written about this reading. But I was particularly struck by this verse, the last one. It says, for God delivered all to disobedience that he might have mercy upon all. This verse is really important for St. Paul's understanding of original sin. These first chapters of the Bible are very mysterious. But at the very beginning, there was an original communion and harmony between man and woman. Man and woman in relationship with God and with all created reality. And then there was an act of disobedience. Maybe an act of distraction. They got distracted by something that the first book of the Bible calls the serpent. Often referred as the devil. And this wound has touched through Adam and Eve all people. Original sin never takes vacations, never presses pause, never goes on hold. Original sin affects us each and every day. A lot. I was thinking about today when I was hearing confessions in a dialogue with someone. And I was looking at the sin and struggles that I had already committed today. And I'm like... I've already committed at least 20, 30 sins, big sins already today. Original sin is real. Moves us 
to not love God and our neighbor and to often move us to be very prideful. And I don't like that, but it's a fact. A fact that we often don't understand and overlook. But through this difficulty, through this struggle, with this tendency to move away from the love of God and neighbor, St. Paul saying right here that it can be an opportunity to discover mercy. Mercy. God delivered all to disobedience that he might have mercy upon all. All of us. The trick and secret of life and of our Christian religion is to recognize how often we stumble. And at the same time, to lift our eyes to Jesus on the cross, recognizing that he has already embraced all of our sin, all of our distraction, all of our failures to love him and our neighbor, and he has destroyed sin through his death and resurrection and has this immense desire to share mercy with everyone. And we need to go to these places, objective places like confession, mass, our friends that God uses to reveal this gaze of mercy upon our lives. We have to seek this out and expect it. hate to give myself more work in the confessional, but we have to really take time to recognize our disobedience. Not in a moralistic sense. God really doesn't care about that. He does a little, but what he's more interested in, though, is revealing mercy. Forgiving us our sins. We don't recognize how the Christian life often is called to inform every area of our life. Every area. All of our relationships. All of our time. All of our money. All of our free time. Our leisure. Our affectivity. Our sexuality. We fall into disobedience to original sin and our crazy world, which leads us away from God. And God wants to erupt in our lives, showing mercy. Showing mercy and his love. In the psalm, the first line says, May God have pity on us and bless us. God always has pity on us. Always shows mercy. Desires to bless us. Today on the first reading. It says that God wants to draw all people. Of all times, of all places into worship. With him on the holy mountain. Those people who really honor and recognize the importance of 
Sunday of worship of the Sabbath. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. So let us pray, my friends, that we may recognize our need for God. That we may recognize our need for God and humbly ask him to come and show mercy upon us. And if you're not seeing this mercy, get the confession. All it takes is a couple minutes and immediately he takes away all of our sin and forgives us. He reveals to us that we're not defined by our shortcomings or sins or failures or distractions, but defined by what he did on the cross and on Easter Sunday. This is why Sunday is so important. I was reading this week a beautiful reflection from the fathers of the church, and they would say that they could not live without Sunday. They could not live their life existentially and spiritually without being reminded of God's resurrection and of what he did. So let us pray that this weekend, as we begin this weekend, that we may really welcome Christ and what he did on Good Friday and Easter Sunday into our lives and really dwell in his mercy. In our disobedience and in our sin, let us look to Christ who desires to reveal mercy to us as we are his beloved sons and daughters.